Hey everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I'm thrilled to be speaking with Nicola Vasquez. She has plans to release a fantastic new single. It is called The Distance. I'm very excited to talk to her all about it. Nicola, thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? What's going on? I'm doing great, Austin, and thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, it's a great day. <laughs> what is new in your life? What's happening in New York? Let's get the update. <laughs> the update. Well, you know, we're winding down the end of summer. Um, I am definitely getting ready to release this um, this new single, and that's pretty much taking up most of my time. Very busy as a DIY do-it-yourself artist. It's yes. just a never end. I need like five of me clone yeah, in order to nice. come. <laughs> yeah, to, in order to complete, you know, all the tasks. A lot of people see you like on stage or you know, the finished product and they think, oh, that's really cool, you know, but they don't see all that goes into it um, prior, not just the recording process and the production process, but they don't see like all the admin stuff that you do and all the interviews and all the emails and the calls and it's, it's, it's a lot, but I'm not complaining because I would, I wouldn't choose any other um, profession. I mean, this is like music, music calls you you don't ask for it. You know, most of us don't go in it for the fame and the fortune and to make big bucks. We go into it because it's, it tears at our soul. And this is just something we want. That's really what it's all about. People, the average music listener will just never be able to wrap their head around just <laughs> money. No, really just the amount of things that you do on a daily basis to further yourself. But in the end, it's like yeah. you're creating things, you're putting beauty into the world. And that's what it's all about. Well, that's, you know, we, we try, uh, you know, and, and we just continue to, you know, to create, I mean, that's the name of the game, but now in today's world with, um, content, we have to be like producers. We have to be filmmakers. We have to be, um, writers, directors, um, admins, all that stuff. It's, it's wear so many hats, you know, so many hats. It's insane. Yeah. Um, well, I want to talk about this song. It is called The Distance. As I mentioned before we started recording, I really enjoyed this. I've listened to it countless times at this point. And oh, thank you. Me, you're welcome. And for me, like, <laughs> sure, it's, it's super beautiful instrumentally and your voice is great. But at the same time, like, your songwriting is what stands out as well. And so I want to hear from you. I want to kick this off with basically like, what is this song about? What inspired it? Yeah, The Distance was inspired by, uh, you know, everyone always thinks like, oh my God, did you write that about yourself? And, you know, a lot of times we do write autobiographically. In this case, it wasn't. It was inspired by a situation of a very dear friend of mine whose uh, partnership, whose relationship was is really exemplary of two people drifting further and further apart. I mean, it's a universal theme. It's a song about love and loss. It's uh, the despair of losing that great love. It's the physical and emotional distance that's created when two lovers or, or two people in this are in close physical proximity, but they can no longer find their way back to one another. And they continue to push each other further and further away. And I think for me, there was like, you know, you always look for that like play on words. Um, yeah. And sometimes, you know, when, when we talk about like going the distance, so there is a lyric in the song where we go the distance, but it isn't about going the distance um, to get the prize. It's like going the distance to become more distant. 
So I was utilizing right. that in terms of that, that was the inspiration behind it. And that's basically what the song is about. But I, I have to say before, like launching into the whole process and what it involved in terms of the recording and the production, um, I, I've always been sort of like hesitant to say, oh, this song was about this, because I know that a lot of people out there want to really put themselves in that song. And sometimes if you say, oh, this song was about my brother, they're like, oh, really? Oh, I thought it was <laughs> like, I, I thought it was about like your ex-lover or my yeah. ex-lover or something, you know, and, and sometimes you spoil it for them. But, you know, I mean, you asked me, so I totally wanted to, to say no, where, I you know, it. I'm coming from the place of the heart, but I often will, especially when I'm on stage, will say like, you know, not say exactly what it's about so that the audience person can put themselves Sorry, into that scenario. You know, like when you're listening to your favorite song, you know, your favorite uh, band, you know, you don't always, you sometimes you can imagine, you make up this whole like Academy Award winning yeah. um, film about what this this song is about. And then if the writer were to like, Dave Grohl of the Food Fighters would say, nah, this is about my cat. You'd be like, what? <laughs> you know, it's like, wait a second, that just killed it for me. Yeah, but yeah no, okay, I fully agree. <laughs> I, I fully agree. I think there is yeah. only a beauty in the vagueness of music. Yes. Sometimes it's yes. better to not actually know what it's about. And sometimes yeah. you, know, you do feel this connection to the artist and you want to yeah. know the whole life story because they uncover themselves and this and that. So I appreciate you giving the answer. <laughs> for anyone who does listen to this and may not you know watch or listen to this then good keep it vague and you know fill they in might the they might put themselves in it might you know but it is a universal theme um we've all been there we have we can all uh, well i would i would think that most of us have been there in terms of universally you know where you're in this relationship where you it once was this amazing thing sure. and now you just find yourself under the same roof and just ever drifting apart and and you're so, you become so distant and yet you can't really sometimes break away completely um yes. so it's it's really it's like surviving this um existence of love you know love lost and despair totally. um <laughs> Yeah, sounds, very, very sounds so depressing but it it, it, it is um it yeah. is a universal theme but you asked me also in the same breath about um about the production. I mean, this was a labor of love. If ever, I mean, I have like released four CDs and several singles over the years. And I have to say that of all the things that I've released, this was the most amount of work that I've ever done, but totally with sure. love. Um, I never, I expected to do not as much as I did. Um, I, not that I was lazy, but I thought, I thought, oh, this is, you know, this is a piece of cake. It's just a single. It's not a whole like CD, you know, it's just one song. Yeah. And I ended up writing, um, for reasons that I won't go into, but I ended up writing, um, like all the guitar parts and the acoustic and electric, which I hadn't normally ever done that, you know, brought in like my yeah. electric player or whatever, but I like, I had to go to the put my nose to the grindstone and say, all right, I've got to write these parts and, and nobody else is going to do it. And uh, I can't afford to pay, you know, this top, actually, to, that's not exactly true. I, I asked a few people that were like top guns, if they would, you know, write some parts and, and play, put down some electric parts and they couldn't really come up with anything substantial. 
I know it was it was very strange because these guys were I guess they just didn't know where to sort of fit it in within the tapestry of the music. And sometimes I, necessity is the mother of invention. So I said, right. all right, well, I've got to do this myself. And it was very daunting and very scary for me. And but I just sat down and I wrote those parts. I even wrote um, some cello parts, too, which was um, something I had never done. You know, like I went to school, music school, and I learned about orchestration and and all that kind of stuff. But I never really put it to the test. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm writing a cello part. I, I don't even play cello. What am I doing? You know, it's amazing it was, because, you know, <laughs> instead of relying on people to do it for you, I know. I've and, always and relied also, on people. Yeah, if yeah. they had done it, it might have felt forced yeah. in a way since they felt the need to really add something to it. But at the same time, yeah. like you doing it, you putting your foot forward, I think that makes it a little more genuine than anything else. Totally. And then, you know, my my drummer, who's also my co-producer, you know, I didn't think that I was ever going to, I thought he was going to produce it or there was going to be another producer involved. Well, it ended up that we shared in this process very equally. And so I ended up co-producing my own project, which isn't unheard of, but mm. I had never really done it in the, in sort of like in former releases, I had, you know, different people allocated to do different things. And here I just kind of wore almost all the hats, you know, or shared the responsibility right. and wearing of the hats which was kind of cool and kind of scary at the same time. And yeah. it was all, all, all done in a home studio um, as many um, projects are nowadays, you know, people are like doing garage. Oh. It wasn't on garage band, but it was sure. done in a home studio. And then um, the, the, the guy who was mixing it, um, it didn't work out. So we had to jump ship at the last minute and get another mixer. And it was all done like sending files, transferring files online. So if you can imagine that everything is electronic now, everything. So the like I was doing, forth, he was yeah. in another state and we were like, oh, how's this mix? Okay, well, this needs this, this needs that. And I never even met that person before, you know, but we had this symbiotic relationship online um, and all of the people involved in this project are all independent and awesome. do it yourself. You know, none of us is signed. Um, and some, I, I like to think, could we have done better? Could there be, would there be things I'd want to fix? Always. I always look at my recordings That's in tough. the end and go, oh my God, like, why did we do that? Or why did we leave that? That sounds awful. But I think I'm proud. I'm most proud of all the work that I was able to do on it myself. Um, so like all those layered guitars, you know, that's all me. And I was like, wait a second, is that really me? <laughs> you know, like, um, I mean, well, you've been, yeah, too, working on something for so long and you've add so many layers to it. You start to second guess yourself and look at the guts of it and say, yeah, I do this thing. Well, also because, you know, I, I consider myself to be a reasonably qualified um, rhythmic, a rhythm electric player and a, and a, and a good acoustic player. Yeah. But I am by no stretch, you know, like a master or like a virtuoso or anything. Like I will admit, I'll be the first to admit that. And yet when I went back to the drawing board, it was simple parts that I was writing that I was hearing. I was just hearing like this weaving, this tapestry um, 
of everything sort of coming together in in what we call in music, you know, that layering effect, mm. where you kind of don't hear everything specifically, but you hear it all together. As yeah. this, I know, maybe I'm getting too technical for like the audiences, but okay. um, you know, when when you guys listen to this, it's like you won't always know exactly what it is, yeah. but you if you took something out, you'd hear something missing. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, it totally <laughs> makes sense. And someone like you that's probably listened to the song a thousand times at this point, but you're fully allowed to go in and nitpick what you think it needed or didn't need. And yeah, you've yeah. got to it. Um, one thing that I enjoy a lot about the song, and it, it kind of goes into what you were saying is there's so many different styles and influences and such a varied instrumentation. How are you explaining this song to people? whether it be genre or just like a string of sentences that you think sort of sum it up? You know, I asked a few people, including a friend of mine who works at Billboard um, in charts. So I was like, all right, give me the lowdown. What do you think the genre is? You know, because you always have to, you you have to pigeonhole yourself, even though you don't want to, because people want to, people don't want to be like, well, it's kind of a little bit pop, but then it's kind of a little bit rock. I mean, ultimately, it's kind of like a, it's indie in the sense that it's independent and that it's not signed and that it's a little bit cross genre, but I guess you'd call it like a pop rock indie song. Sure. Um, that's what a couple of us have been calling it. Then again, somebody might look at it and say, I disagree. It's kind of folky and poppy. And, um, you know, there's a lot of guitar work on it, but it's not all acoustic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not, it, it. if you want to get like strict about folk music, you envision just like acoustic and that's it, right? Acoustic guitar for the most part. Yeah. Indie, sometimes you have like really, you know, there's more like, there is distortion on some of the guitars, but it's not like a heavily distorted, it's not like a, a really heavy indie rock kind of a thing. But there is, there are some influences there, right? In terms of the layering. I don't know, you tell me, <laughs> or maybe no. the audience could tell me what they think, which would, would probably be a lot more say, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say it's in the realm of indie pop and rock. Sure, there right. are influences, but I kind of feel like the more it becomes a little bit of everything, the more it becomes original. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can not pigeonhole yourself and just make one thing but then you sort of fall into right. the trouble of sounding like everyone else i think in this case like it is its own specific sound which as an independent artist and someone continuing to make a name for themselves is like the hardest thing that you can do it, it's a double-edged sword yeah. um for those of us who are um cross genre i mean i've had a cup in my lifetime of doing this I've had a couple of what I call near misses, meaning that I almost got signed by this, you know, I'm not gonna mention the companies, sure. but you know, you know, this one, I got real close. Um, and I'm not disappointed, I have no regrets because I was able to do my own thing and work independently. But the near misses I'm almost convinced are because of they couldn't really quite get a, a handle on what the genre was. Um, and a lot of my other songs and releases fall into the category they're all sort of pop rock with some soul hmm. in it um but I have like Latin underpinnings in some of the older releases and I think it was like what do we do with this it kind of reminded me of um but he was a lot more um he was selling a lot more albums than I was um Dave Matthews when he first started out yeah. they did not know what to do with him 
they had no <laughs> clue. They were like, what do we do with this kind of music? Here's a guy that comes along and just like busts everything wide open. Yeah. He was like folk and pop and jazz and rock and soul and like all these genres mixed in. But he was selling like CDs out of the back of his car. Right. And he was like filling arenas and he had like this cult following and they were like, well, we have to sign this guy because Working. he's already making tons, yeah. tons of money and he's already right. got a following. You know, I didn't, I obviously haven't had that. Sure. Um, you know, I've made a living and been successful, but not on the level certainly that he has. And he is one of my influences, actually. Awesome. You know, yeah. He, um, in terms of like his guitar playing and cer uh, certain ways that he voices chords, the way you position chords within the fingers and the framework. Um, for those people that don't play, they're like, what is a voicing? You know, that kind of a thing. Right. Um, but yeah, he was, he, he was and is still to this day, very cross genre and Absolutely. has always been able, you know, so I, I highly respect that. Um, and I love that because it makes it not old. You know what I mean? It makes it yeah. like whatever you think about, you know, for those people who are like, I hate Dave Matthews, but I mean, I love that he can, he can just, you know, transfer and, and go from one type of thing to another and be a jam band or be a, you know, totally. like, anyway. Off no, on a, off I fully on a, agree. Tan, um, I sound like I'm promoting Dave Matthews. No, it's okay. Know. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's it's good that you brought it up because we can transition yeah. to like live shows. So you mentioned that yeah. you have shows. First thing, is there anything coming up that you'd like to talk about? In terms of live shows, live yeah, music. Yeah, you have any shows coming yeah. up? And, and if not, like, yeah. what does the show look like? Yeah, um, September 29th, I'm going to be performing at a place in New York City uh, called Rockwood Music Hall, where a lot of people come, as a matter of fact, from different states and different countries. It's cool. like kind of like a premier listening room. Um, there's one of those in, I'm sure, every state or whatever, but you know, New York, New York's got several, but this is one of them. Um, they, they book all genres and I'm performing with like a female uh, singer songwriter collective. Okay. Um, and we're doing an in the round kind of a show. So that'll be an acoustic show. Um, I'm going to be at city winery at the end of the month. That'll be on my website, um, which is nicolavasquez.com. Um, but I don't have a specific date yet, but that'll be at the end of the month. I'll be booking that city winery in also in new york and i have another show in october october 17th also again at rockwood music hall yeah. um and i i post dates regularly on my website so there'll be some touring dates as well so okay. people can can keep a lookout um you know for what's coming up next and um if if i'm coming near to a city near you and i always tell people like when we send out mailings like hey if you're in a specific city or country or whatever, and you know of a venue or a place, a booker, since we're all independent, we rely sometimes on the help of word of mouth and fans sure. to say, hey, I, I thought of a great place and I know so-and-so who works in such and such and would love for you to come and play this room. And by all means, let's make it happen. Or a house concert. Yeah. Um, Another thing I do regularly in New York is I'm part of the professional busking program, which is called Music Under New York, cool. which you, you have to audition for. So it's like all professional musicians and we go out and we can like, we have a banner that we have made up for us mm -hmm. and we can bring all kinds of signage and merchandise and we're allowed with permits to go like in public places and 
perform in, you know, in the subway or in ferry mm -hmm. terminals and, and like, like sort of um, spots that they allocate yeah. for you. And um, it's a really, so those are usually on my website as well. And those are great places to like converge with people and um, be out there for two and three hours. I've gotten so much work as a result of, of being out there because you're in a, in a situation where people just happen upon you. Like if I'm right. performing in a club, people know that I'm going to be there. So they come, you know, yeah, you or they know walk and walk by you, <laughs> but it's you never one. know who's going to walk by you. And, and there's no cordoned off area, no stage. So it's just, you, you know, this is the most challenging it gets. You, it's just you and the audience, like in your face, walking behind you, walking on the side of you, standing yeah. in front of you, you know, it's, and it's like an instantaneous magical connection. I love, uh, I love that busking program. I really do. Very cool. Um, yeah. I, I have a couple more for you. I want to sure. know, you know, we're right at the beginning of September here and you've sort of yeah. detailed some things that are happening this year in terms of live shows. What does the rest of your year look like? Working on new music, potential new releases, or just any goals that you'd like to hit? Yeah, I definitely would like to, um, you know, as we were finishing up this one, as even as we were recording this one, I'm like, I'm always thinking of the next one. So somewhere either late fall like when i get all the things that need to be done and the release is released and sure. and the video is released and all that that good stuff um i would definitely like to shortly thereafter you know take a breath and then go back into the studio and because you know you can't stay dormant for too long in the eyes of you know your fans are like what's coming mm -hmm. next you know so i i already have something in mind um cool. and would like to go back in and it's it's hard to say when exactly, um, you know, like when you're in a record label, it's like we have this deadline and we're going to, you know, release it. You exactly. have to release it by May or whatever. You know, it, I'd like to maybe release it by spring. You know, sure. that would be the ideal. But if I miss the mark, then, you know, we can extend. I usually don't announce the release until I'm pretty sure that you know, this this the distance was originally supposed to release be released in June. Oh, wow. But we kind of. I, it was nobody's fault. It's just when you're working like on a shoestring budget and you've yeah. got other jobs and other things going and other lives and people in your family and all this other stuff. And I teach as well. It was like, okay, this isn't going to happen. And rather than release it during the summer, um, I figured like a lot of people are away during the summer and I wanted like mm -hmm. maximal audience, you know, everyone's back in the flow time. in September. It's like nose to the grindstone, yes. you know? So, but yes, answer your question with this long-winded um, response of mine. I think, yeah, I think definitely another release, you know, trying to put it on the heels of this one as as close as I can. I I feel like before the pandemic, I was so much more prolific. Okay. Um, and when the pandemic hit, I, I maybe like other artists, you know, there was no, there was just this survival mode that we all went into. And then there was no space in here and in here for like the creative flow and the juice. And it's taken some thing. time exactly yeah. to, to emerge from like that feeling of like, we're just living to survive, you know, like, you know, blinders so on to like having that space to go, Oh, I have five minutes to like listen to the birds or, you know, watch the sunrise and, oh, and, true. and maybe write a, a poem or a song. So 
I'm starting to get back more into the prolific. Um, but I, I just remember being like so ultra prolific and, you know, I wish I had the discipline to like some other writers who just sit down every single day and just like force themselves to write. Yeah. I've never written like that. I'm um, like, I always say it's like projectile vomit. I just like, I like <laughs> sit down and I'm now. like, and I write, write, I might write like two songs in a day and then maybe a week goes by and I haven't, you know. But that's okay. Um, we all have our own different processes and how we do. I that. know. I always wanted to be that everyday kind of like, oh, I sit at the piano and I am going to just spin out something, even if it's garbage. Because when I spin out something and yeah. it's garbage, I throw it away. I'm like, no, that's, that's it. Fun. Or I do like what Billy Joel says. I like um, plagiarize myself. I like recycle the song and then I lift the words and the music okay. and then apply it to another song. I mean, that's also good too. Yeah, He does say that. He says, I plagiarize myself all the time. <laughs> not so bad no not bad. That's, that's all that matters i know exactly um yeah. my last one for you is basically for the person that is going to discover you from this what is an opening message you'd like to say to them before they listen to your music for the first time discover me in general or discover yeah. this you know, particular if they, release if they happen upon this this conversation mm -hmm. What's a message you'd like to say to them before they click the play button? I try to balance um, hope and despair with some sort of empowerment in my songs. I mean, you might have a very sad song of mine, uh, but I always try, there's some level of empowerment or uplifting nature in my songs, even in the most despairing or sad. I know it sounds like an oxymoron or like a contradiction in terms, but I I don't like to leave people with the feeling of complete and utter despair. I there's it, it could be in the motif, uh, the musical motif, or it could be in the delivery or the passion that I bring. But my intention in songwriting is to be truthful, but to to try to delicately balance that hope and despair and empowerment. That's kind of always how I, I, I maybe I don't do it in, in always intent, or maybe I don't always succeed, but that's my intention. <laughs> I think that's if a that great makes answer. sense. It does make sense. <laughs> and I've heard it all at this point. I, know, I, I mean, I'm not, reason. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. I'm just going to say, I, I wanted to add one thing for people to listen to you. Oh, thank you. I mean, you know, I, I, at times I've said, you know, like I should be a political writer and I should get on this. So, you know, yeah. like I should write about whenever I it's I think it's instant death to say, like, I'm going to write about X, Y, Z and I'm going to write this and it's going to happen. Sure. I just I write from a place of the heart. And if I if I write from the place of the heart, then not every song is going to be 100 percent amazing. Or, or perfect, but it's at least going to be truthful and relatable. Um, it is my hope, of course. right? Um, cool. I think that's a perfect way to wrap this up. Um, <laughs> if you'll allow me to plug your music for you one more time here. Uh, if you guys awesome, missed sure. It, you missed it the first time around. The song is called The Distance. And of course, we'll have the links in our article and everywhere else so that you can listen and share and follow along and generally just, you know, stay up to date for everything else that's on the way. 
And I want to thank you sincerely so much for taking the time. I talked to so many people and it's really nice to get those technical and in-depth answers. <laughs> I'm not joking. I really appreciate you going into depth because it gives a better understanding and I, and I personally enjoy it. Oh, you're welcome. And the pleasure was all mine. I mean, awesome. uh, I'm sorry if I spoke too much, if I talked too much, but I, <laughs> I really, I really, you know, enjoy, I mean, part of what we do is, you know, making the music, but also part of it is sharing it. And this is a, a way of sharing it. And I so appreciate you having me on it. And it, it helps us to get the message and the music out there. Awesome. You're very welcome. Nicole, I want to, I want to hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Stay cool you too. as the summer ends. <laughs> and, uh, and yes, we'll likewise. Okay. Sounds All great. Right. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you soon. Bye, -bye. Bye Austin. Bye.